Watching American RVer. Thanks for joining us. On this show, we travel to South Dakota and meet up with Jerry Stallman and son Doug, who produce honey at Stallman Apiary. We take you through the process of honey making, from the bees in the field to their processing plant to the final product, pure honey for your table. We then take you to the city that never sleeps, Las Vegas, and the American Coach Rally. Stephen Heilman, director of marketing for American Coach, shows off the 2015 39-foot revolution. So sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome to this edition of American RVer. Today, we're talking bees. And with me today is Jerry Stallman. And we're going to talk about Stallman Apiary and how bees make honey and how you get that honey at the grocery store. Thanks for joining me today, Jerry. Now, how did you start in the bee business? Well, I started in the bee business. My grandfather started in uh, New York State mm -hmm. in 1903, then moved to Idaho in 1915, and then my father was born, and he was in the business, and that's where I got started, and I moved to Nebraska in 69 and started my own business, and then uh, seen an opportunity to come to South Dakota and moved up to South Dakota in 1984. And that's where we are right now in the beautiful state of South Dakota. Yes, it is. Now, how many um, bees do you have, or how many hives do you have? We uh, we run uh, right now. We run twelve thousand hives. My sons, my two sons, took over uh, ten years ago. I retired and went RVing, and oh, fantastic. Uh, two uh, sons have taken over and. Uh, doing a great job. Well, good. Well, let's take a look at how you get from the hives in the field to the honey in the jar. Okay. All right. We'll, a... we'll kind of go inside and kind of look at that extraction okay. process. Okay. The beehives are out in the country and uh, we put supers on the, on the hives and they fill them up and we go out with the trucks and take the boxes off and then we haul them in here to the shop and uh, extract, take the honey out of the supers and uh, put it in uh, totes or barrels. Okay, well let's go take a look at that process okay. now that we're here at the shop. Okay. We have a lot of supers behind us full of honey so they're just waiting to go into the hot room and then into the extraction process. Yes, these are all full and waiting to be extracted. After they empty the hot room then they'll put them back in, the, in there and then from there they will go in to be processed. These are full supers of honey that we've taken off out in the bee yard in the country and brought them to the shop and load them off the truck and we put it in this room which is all heated. It kind of warms up the honey a little bit. The floor is heated and warms up the honey and then we take it from here into the processing plant. And so it warms it up so it's easier to come yes, off? Yes, when honey is uh, warm it flows a lot easier and will come out of the combs a lot. Okay. What's the process for extracting honey out of all of these supers? Well, first thing you do is take them in, uh, take them in there, and uh, put them on a conveyor that cleans the bottom bars off the wax, and it goes uh, goes up and it goes over to another conveyor that uh, deboxes the combs, and then it uh, goes over and goes through a process of a too hot 
uh, steam knives that goes through and cuts the wax off of it on the outside. Because the honey's in between two layers of wax. Yes, the bees, uh, that is a natural thing. They seal the honey uh, with wax on the outside and we've got to get the wax off so we use the knives mm -hmm. and it drops down into a, a centrifuge and then the frames are go up a line and go into the extractor and spun around. And that and spins the honey out of the uh, frames. It spins the honey out of the frames yeah. and the full ones go in. It takes about nine minutes from the time they go in and get uh, extracted and then they're pushed out. They're empty and ready to put back on. And then the honey is from there pumped over to a heat exchanger and then uh, down so to... So it's heated up more? Just, just barely, just so it flows a little bit. Just to barely heat it up and then it goes into a centrifuge which separates the beeswax from the honey. And from there it's pumped over to our uh, holding tanks and uh, put into uh, 55 gallon barrels or uh, totes which hold uh, uh, 3,200 pounds of uh, honey in a bladder. That's a lot of honey. It's a lot of honey. Are you considered a large operation or a small uh, operation? We're a commercial beekeeper, uh, kind of just medium. We're not the biggest by a long ways and we're not small. We're just, just kind of a um, medium sized operation. What happens to the honey when it leaves your plant, once it's put into the totes? Uh, once it leaves the plant, uh, they take it down on semis to a, a bottling company and uh, they take the honey and uh, heat it up and uh, filter it and uh, put it into jars and then, from and then we the, buy it from the store. And then the jars goes to the, to the store. Yes. It's just a pro, uh, we're a producer and the bottle company is a packer. He, that's just another business of putting in the bottle and, and, and selling to the mm -hmm. stores. I think what we'll do next, because this is really interesting seeing how it goes through the process and it's a lot of manual labor, but I think what we'll do is we'll talk to your son Doug next and we'll talk a little bit about the business of bees. Okay, yeah. Because that, it starts with the bee. It starts with the bees. You've yeah. got to have a good beehive with a big population so they can go out and collect the nectar. Right, okay. And that's what, I've got two sons and three grandson hoping that the fifth generation will take over. Sounds great. Thanks, Jerry. Thank you. We'll be right back with more of Stallman Apiaries. Have you been waiting for prices on LED lighting to come down so you can change out those hot, power-hungry halogen bulbs in your RV? I've got great news. American RVer has G4-style puck light replacements for just $5.95 each, shipping included. Go to the American RVer homepage and click on the RV store link at the top of the page. Then click on the LED link at the store page to order. These LED G4 lights are fully dimmable and are very power efficient. Order yours today. Joining us now is Doug Stallman. Now he's Jerry's son, and Doug, you are a fourth generation that's, beekeeper. That's yep, my brother and I, Dan, are fourth generation. We bought the business for my dad, I think, in 2005, so it's been 10, 11 years now. How have things changed since you bought the business? Oh, we started. Uh, my dad always ha had, we always took bees to Texas and we kind of got into the business of uh, commercial raising uh, queen bees and, and uh, I suppose that's the biggest change is raising the queens and 
Let me run a few more highs while he has. Okay. There well, the first thing you said was you take the bees to Texas. Right. Because it's too darn cold in South Dakota for bees to survive right. the winter? Well, it's, yes, that's correct. And we, we usually start hauling out of here around uh, last of October, around Halloween, and get them down to Texas from about the middle of November. Then they're down there until, well, the end of May. So you have property down there that you put the hives out on? Yes, individual landowners. We have on but the are they mostly there. dormant or are they actually producing honey uh, down there? From really October till about January, they are dormant. They kind of like hibernate, kind of like bears. Mm -hmm. Then uh, spring comes, you know, in February down in Texas, the trees start to pop, get, uh, bloom and everything. Mm -hmm. Then the bees start waking up, getting pollen off the trees, and then they, the queen starts laying eggs, and then the whole cycle of life starts again. Okay, but now let's talk about this queens. You said you actually, like, grow your own queens? Yes. How does that work? Well, the queen, once she lays an egg, we take it. We take that little egg, it looks like a fine piece of rice. Mm -hmm. We go in with a little tool called a Chinese graft tool. We reach down the cell and grab that egg after the fourth day, it hatches into a little grub. And lays the bottom of the cell. We we reach in there and manipulate the grub out of that cell and place it into a plastic, what we call a queen cell cup. And we lay that in there and then we'll put it in a hive that's queenless. We'll put 140 of those in a hive that's queenless and they'll start feeding it. You've heard of royal jelly. Right. The bees produce royal jelly and that's what they feed that larvae to turn it into a queen bee. So and then you've got all these queens and so then you take them out and you put them in different hives? Yeah, yes. We put we put one of those in each one of the hives and she has to hatch out. The queen develops in 16 days. She's the fastest one to develop because the hive cannot survive without a queen. You know, she's re laying eggs, replacing, and the worker bee is 21 days, and the, and the drone bee, the male bee, is uh, 24 days. Then we graft, we graft the grubs off of a breeder queen, which we have bought that is artificially inseminated from a guy in Ohio. Oh, now I can't imagine that. I can think cows and pigs or horses, but bees? Yes, they, arti <laughs> they artificial inseminate them with hundreds of different uh, drone sources uh -huh. and for different genetics and everything. Okay, so you kind of get the, the type of bee that you want That's for your correct. Yes. beehives. Yeah. yeah, more hardier and more right. disease resistant. Right, everything. so now spring happens, flowers are blooming in Texas then your bees are starting to wake up and are they producing honey at that well, point? Well, we don't, in Texas now, we don't raise any honey. We predominantly go there to raise bees. Okay. Once the hive, they start breaking dormancy in March, we'll take one hive and we'll make three out of one. We'll take and divide the bees and the brood up, which brood is larvae that's uh, up and raised up. And then we take and divide that out into boxes we've taken down in the wintertime, empty mm -hmm. hives. Right. And we'll put three frames of that brood in there and then we'll put one of those queens in there and hopefully it starts another hive right. up again. And then you're gonna take semi-trucks, load these on, right. and bring them all back to South Dakota That's for the correct. summer. That's correct, we start truck, We start hauling here about the first week of May. How many truckloads of bees come back to South Dakota? Uh, we brought back 19 loads. Oh my gosh. 18 semi-loads. That's a lot of bees. Yeah, we run about 12,000. The 12,000 hives? Hives, yes. That's a lot to manage. It seems like a year-round business. Yeah, we're pretty busy anymore. I mean, especially being migratory, we have to haul the bees south, and we got into the queen business. We're, we're pretty busy year-round. Right. And how many people work for you? Well, we got, well, between myself and my brother and I, there's about 12 of us full-time. And in the summertime, I have probably about 20, you know, eight part-time helpers. Right. 
So that's not very many people for the amount of honey that you produce. No, well, we could always use more, but you just never know from year, season to season how many people you need, you know. I mean, right. the and season this, can change a lot. And this year was a good year for clover. Yes, we had a good, good So that means you year. got more honey. You're right. That's yeah. correct. I mean, ours, our crop is, you never know what you're going to have. It can change. Mother Nature, you, know, you can't predict Mother Nature. Right, exactly. Well, thanks for staying, uh, staying with us on American RVer and telling us a little bit about the business right. of bees. Well, you're welcome. Yeah. I hope I can talk something. Yeah, and so next time you're in the store and you're picking up that jar of honey, just remember all the work that went in, not from the bees themselves, also the people that produce that honey and extract that honey. So just kind of think about that next time you pick up honey in the store. And thanks for staying with us for this segment of American Beer. Next up, Stephen Heilman shows us the new 2015 Revolution. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. My Liberty Threads has been outfitting patriotic Americans with t-shirts and blouses to express themselves for years. My Liberty Threads is looking for a few good men and women to carry our American-made branded shirts and sell them at shows and events. We have seen tremendous growth and are expanding. If you are a patriotic and have a desire to sell our products, contact us at scottmillerwithmlt at gmail.com or call 407-729-9821 for more information about becoming a My Liberty Threads retailer. Welcome back to American RV, or we are in sunny Las Vegas, which is a good place to be any time of the year. And we're here at the American Coach Rally. Steve Heilman, the Director of Marketing for American Coach, is here. We're going to take a look at some of their new products for the American line. Thanks for joining me, Steve. Thank you. So, Stephen, um, we're standing in front of a 39-foot American Revolution. We are. Is that right? Correct. We just launched a uh, brand-new 39-foot American Revolution floor plan, and uh, this is the first example of that. Okay. Uh, yeah, because 39 seems a little short for an American coach. It is. Uh, we got some customer feedback that we needed a non-tag axle floor plan um, and a single bath floor plan, so we were able okay. to do that uh, all in, in one punch, and it's a great floor plan. Yeah, because people are maybe downsizing. They've been in their coaches for a long time, and now they want something a little smaller. Absolutely. So yeah. whether they're uh, downsizing or, or coming up into uh, American Coach line for the first time, um, it's it's a different option for those folks that don't want a tag right. axle or don't want a full wall slide or don't right. want a bath and a half. Okay, well, let's talk about some of the amenities on the outside first and then we'll go in and take a look at what this coach looks like. Great. So it's an all electric coach. It is, it's all electric coach. Um, we've got lots of exterior storage, an exterior entertainment center, uh -huh. a huge Gerard awning with oh. uh, LED patio lights. Oh, nice, um, a nice soft lighting in the evening. It's great lighting in the evening, spreads it out through the whole patio area. Right. Um, it's, it's a really great feature. Okay, and on the other side, you've got a, a generator that pops all the way out, an electric generator yeah, slide. So, so right at the front, the entire front lower cap okay. actually slides out, so you can access the generator. Um, it's a side radiator okay. uh, design. You know, a lot of people like that. I don't know a lot about engines, but everybody says, yeah, you want a side radiator. Yeah, it's, it's uh, a little better for uh, cooling and uh, um, get a little better airflow over the radiator when right. it's on the side versus the back. Yeah, okay. All right, well, let's go inside and see what the amenities are for this 39 Great. Okay, thanks. So, Stephen, looking inside this Revolution, the first thing that draws my eye is the floor. It's real pretty, and it's a heated floor. It is. It's a polished, polished porcelain floor, um, mm -hmm. and it has an, an electric heating grid. 
uh, underneath of it, so it's completely independent of your AquaHot system, oh. um, which the coach also has. Right. Um, but it gives you another uh, heat source and a way to, to keep the toes warm. Uh, yeah, I weather. like that a lot. And what a great big open area you have for uh, dining as well as for just lounging. I really love this. Yeah, so with opposing slides, you know, slides on each side, um, you get a great curbside dinette. So the dinette's mm -hmm. on the patio side. You can see into your, your campsite. Right. Um, and then across from it, we get an L-shaped sofa, which is very popular today. Right. Um, as well as a, a Euro recliner with a footstool, a fireplace. Uh, again, another nice another heat source. ambient heat source. Again, um, electric. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then a, a mid-coach 40-inch uh, television. Right, so there's actually three televisions in here, right? One yep. up front, one here, and one in the bedroom. And don't forget oh, the one outside. And four. There's one outside, <laughs> yeah, okay. Now, and then look at this galley. We've got all this space. That's what I look for, is counter space. Absolutely, so we hear that feedback very often, mm -hmm. that give me more space in the galley. Right. Um, and we've done that with a couple of things, shaping the galley to give you sort of a wraparound feel and then adding a pull-out section um, that helps with serving if you're having friends over, even if it's, right. if it's only a total of four or five people, the extra space makes a big difference. And I'm noticing this little thing right over here for your plugs. You've got USB plugs and you've got regular plugs down low, not up underneath the cabinet. Yep. Also, common customer feedback is, right. I need more outlets. Uh -huh. So um, we've put up pop-up outlets that tuck away out of the way, um, mm -hmm. and they're both USB charging and one, uh, 110. Right, I like that. And then the induction cook surface, again, gives you more counter space because that's not going to be hot when there's no pot on it. Exactly. Which is awesome. Good. Yep. Well, let's talk about the bath and then go back into the bedroom area. Great. So Stephen, this is a really nice mid-bath, and it's got two sinks in there. Yeah, so instead of having two bathrooms, or a bath and a half in this mm -hmm. floor plan, we chose to do a single side aisle bathroom. And uh, our, our customers said, well, if you take my other bathroom away, at least give me two sinks so that uh, the couple, each of them, can still get ready to have their own space, have their right. own vanity space. Right, and then you've got a big shower inside of there and a pocket door, so really, it keeps it very separate from the living area. It is. It's very private and a very large shower with a skylight. Um, mm -hmm. there, there really aren't a lot of compromises. Right. And the nice thing is going in from this side, you can also go in from the bedroom. So if you've got guests, close this door, close that door, you're Absolutely. able to use it. Yeah, it seems like a really well thought out kind of design. Yeah, it's a, it's a great floor plan and we've already received some really phenomenal feedback. Oh, good, good. But then back in the bedroom, you've lost a few feet, but that bedroom still seems quite large as well. Absolutely, we still have the option for a king-size bed. Mm -hmm. um, so you can get a queen or a king back here. Okay. Um, get a little bigger nightstand if you order the queen. Um, for those people who may have a, a breathing machine or something they need to put on the nightstand, right. um, you get bigger nightstands with the queen right. size. You still keep a full-length rear wardrobe, so you get lots of hanging storage mm -hmm. and still room for a stackable washer and dryer. Oh yeah, that seems to be the trend, is the stackable washer and dryer. Everybody seems to like that. Yeah. Bigger is better. I know it. In a smaller coach. In a smaller Go coach. So someone's downsizing or they're just entering the American line, this sounds like a good product for them to start with or yeah, to it's move a, into. It's a, it's a great starting point, but it's also a good option for someone who's, who's downsizing or just doesn't feel like they need a, a bath and a half uh, or right. a tag axle coach. Yeah, and you still have all the great amenities of the American product line. 
Absolutely, you still get those great features like the heated tile floors and yeah. the aqua hot. And the, and the pretty wood and the nice residential refrigerator. Exactly, yeah. you get all the amenities that you're accustomed to in American Coach mm -hmm. um, in a smaller package, mm -hmm. um, easier to maneuver, um, uh, a little less money. Um, it's yeah. a win-win. Such great features, but let's talk about what's pulling this coach. What kind of engine does it have? So the one thing you don't give up when you go to a smaller coach um, is you still get the 450 horsepower Cummins ISL in this coach. Uh, lots of power um, without the weight of the extra tag axle. Right. Uh, it's plenty of power to move uh, this little 39-foot coach. Boy, I guess so, yeah. And now that we're on the west in Las Vegas, there are mountains here. Yes, there are. <laughs> Which I absolutely love, and I'm so glad we're here to enjoy it. Well, thank you so much, Stephen, for taking time out of your busy schedule here at the American Rally and uh, showing us your 2015 pride and joy. Thank you very much. And we'll see you next time on American RVer.